0: The pod. I'm Chris Hewitt and welcome to the latest in our series of spoiler special podcasts and this one is dedicated to, well, it's now 2023 and it's dedicated to one of the best films of last year. And I would say, and I think without any fear of argument, the year's most batshit insane film, it is <laughs> S.S. Rajamouli's incredible action epic R.R.R. And uh, interrupting their R and R, their rest and recreation over the New Year's period, are uh, three colleagues of such lethal cunning who have beaten the train strikes. Although Ooh. stick it, you know, stick it to the man, and we stand with the uh, the, the the strikers. We do, mm-hmm. we do. We just we just tiptoed around them on, 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 the, on the on the way here uh, <laughs> to talk about this insane movie. Amon Worman is here. Oh, Neil Bat is here. Hello there. Helena Hara is here.
1: Hello. How really are you all? most insane in a year that included everything everywhere all at once?
0: I think so. I think so. I would second that thought. Yeah, it's, it's tough. <laughs> it is tough.
1: I mean, look, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not arguing with it. I'm just, I feel like it is an interesting discussion to have. It's a
0: discussion mm. to have, and perhaps we'll have it mm. after we've heard from the man who co-wrote and directed this film, S.S. Rajamouli. He came into London... No, in November I think it was which shows you how long we've been trying to get into a room to do this part of our spoiler special apologies for the delay on that he popped in in November and uh, I went along and had a good old in-depth deep dive with him into this film and it's many many incredible action sequences and dance sequences and and scenes that just talk about you know guys friendship <laughs> and, <laughs> perhaps real friends were the <laughs> The vicious tiger we met along the way. Uh, anyway, here we go. Me talking to SS Rajamouli. Do
2: please enjoy.
0: We are delighted to be joined on this RRR podcast special by the film's director SS Rajamouli. How are you, sir?
2: I'm great. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh no, it is an absolute pleasure to be here and talking about this this rip roaring ride RRR of, <laughs> of of a film. Uh, I mean, it is absolutely incredible. The, you're here in London. You're you've just you've just told me that you're here at the uh, the tail end of four days of BAFTA Q&A's and and, just generally talking to people about the movie and and getting it out there into the awards conversation. Is this aspect, is this beyond what you were hoping for with the movie? I I imagine you knew it was going to be a big big success, but the way it's broken out must be a surprise. Uh, uh,
2: uh, The film getting the kind of reception it is having right now in the Western world itself is something that uh, I never, ever expected. So me presently campaigning for BAFTA or Academy was something really out of my radar. Uh, uh, So I I never, ever imagined that I would do this. Uh, Yeah, so once we started getting the appreciation for RRR from outside the Indians across the world, initially we thought these might be the friends who came to the film along with the indians <laughs> that that must be the reason then as it started getting bigger and bigger literally going into uh, thousands of uh, uh, tweets on 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 social media mm-hmm. and uh, uh, critics celebrities directors story writers reviewers gamers when everyone when people of repute started uh, appreciation, appreciating the film, mm-hmm. uh, we thought, God, we made something big. We we made something bigger than we imagined. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so, certainly today, I know what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about, you know, this this incredible central relationship, this this really complex friendship between Beema and Raju, mm-hmm. and and the way that you advance character through action and the way you advance plot through mm-hmm. through action as well is just is is mind blowing mm-hmm. but before i talk about the things that i want to talk about what are, what are people talking about when they when they talk to you about the film what's the sequence or sequences that they're that they're talking about
2: mostly they will talk about the the explosive uh, uh sequences uh, the highest thing they would talk most of the people talk about is the is the dance sequence, Natu to, Natu to, uh, dance sequence. Yeah. And they go into uh, uh, the animals crashing into the party uh, yes. uh, a sequence and one man against 10,000 people yeah. uh, sequence. Both the friends joining uh, for the first time, joining hands underneath the bridge. Yeah. The climax uh, uh, sequences, the whiplash, whip, whiplash song, uh, uh, the whipping uh, song. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, whatever I expected people would react uh, to uh-huh. in, in the film in India, those are the exact things which people are reacting across the world.
0: Because you, you almost—I I don't know how you—you know—in terms of that's pretty much the list I had, by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> when you're structuring the film mm-hmm. in the edit suite, mm-hmm. I, I'm fascinated. It feels to me almost like you're a a a band that is putting together a set list and you're getting, okay, this song here will get the audience on their feet at this optimal moment. Is that partially what you're doing in terms of parceling out the spectacle and parceling out those action sequences Mm -hmm. while at the same time, keeping an eye on the way that the, the relationship between beam and Raju is constantly shifting. The dynamic is constantly shifting.
2: Um, see, uh, uh, I, I do that, but not on the editing table, but ri- on the writing table itself. Right on the writing table, right from On the, the writing table itself. So uh, for me, uh, in my mind, uh, one thing that I constantly uh, strive to get is like, one emotional high, one spike, emotional spike once in every 10 minutes. So I sh- the audience who are watching the film should get some kind of high. It can be an action sequence, it can be a dance, it can be a a simple uh, scene that evokes laughter. Whatever, whatever it is, every ten minutes there is, there should be something which will snap the audience out of. Uh, Out of comfort zone. Yeah, if they, if 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 at all they are in their comfort zone. I don't think
0: we're in the (laughs) comfort
2: zone. (laughs) That is one thing uh, constant. But at the same time, uh, it I should be very careful in how I am getting those sequences. There should be an emotional requirement in the story that make allows me to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the the moment I select a story of like, I have two extraordinary human beings Mm -hmm. who are very focused in achieving what they want. But in in the process of achieving that, their paths will put them against each other. Mm -hmm. So they have to fight, but unknowingly before they realize that their paths are set against each other, they become friends. Yeah. That is enough for me to, that simple line is enough for me to understand Oh my god I can have so many emotional highs uh, and each emotional high leading to an extraordinary action sequence yeah in the in the process so th- that's my thing thinking process
0: that's amazing and, and also how much do you think about the hierarchy of the friendship and hi- and the hierarchy of the relationship Someone always seems to have the upper hand mm-hmm. until the very end when the two mm-hmm. of them come together. Yeah, I mean, literally on each other's so on, yeah. on shoulders, which yeah. is which is amazing. Yeah. But it, it it struck me that Raju, in many ways, has the upper hand mm-hmm. a, a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. he's at he's at the top of the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he is, you know, during during Natu Natu, he 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 effectively lets Beam win. Mm-hmm. He is, you know, he wins the fight between the two of them at, at the mm-hmm. after the attack on mm-hmm. Scott's on Scott's uh, encampment, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, at the end, he is the one who mm-hmm. effectively lets Beam kill Scott mm-hmm. when well, he could he could have done that himself mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So, in your mind, was he, in a way, always at the top of the the hierarchy of that of that relationship?
2: No, uh, uh, for me, um, uh, it is quite equally. Uh, balanced one thing that i was pretty we made uh uh to make a very important point is that by the end of the film
3: mm-hmm.
2: people should be equally emotionally attached to both those both those characters that is one thing and it it is uh, it depends on which perspective you see the characters if you see from the beam's perspective he's the person who uh who saved ram's life mm-hmm from uh, from the snake bite he's the person who told Ram that uh, uh 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 that I am going on a mission. Yeah I would like to take your help but because in the process I might we might get killed but I don't want no harm to befall of course, yeah, on yeah. you. Uh yeah. so that's the reason I'm leaving you back and uh uh going alone. It is the beams uh unyielding uh uh what do you say power not power unyielding mentality mm-hmm. uh even when he is whipped when the blood flowing out of his uh body yeah that he doesn't kneel yeah. to uh, uh to his oppressor that what that's what makes Ram realize that even though his goal is correct, the path that he has chosen all these days is wrong was was wrong. Yeah. So Beam inspired him to to uh, to choose the a uh, right uh, right mm. path and it is beam who got the guns from the crumbling building uh, Ram's aim to fulfill his uh aim yeah. so it depends on which perspective you see the character and that's my intention too when uh, i don't want to equally place them at every point at mm. one point i wanted one person to ebb up flow up but then i wanted the other person to go up it is it is a kind of ups and uh, uh, ups and downs, but by the end of the film, you should love both of them equally. Mm. So that is my intention as a as a writer and a director.
0: So when you when you're sitting down there to uh, to plot out the film, uh, you know we should maybe jump straight to the end mm. that incredible sequence where the the two of them do come together and 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 Ram admits that he was wrong. I mean that's a really powerful moment when he's in the underground. Cell and yeah. the two of them come together, and they clasp hands. Um, but you go straight into the sort of the release of that incredible sequence where yeah. they're on each other's shoulders. Yeah. It's it's mind blowing. Yeah. And there's they're specifically pointedly not using modern weapons yeah. in that sequence as yeah. well. Yeah. Was that always where you finished it when you you know where is when you sat down to 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 write this, when you sat down to to visualize this, was that always how you saw it ending?
2: yeah it was it it was a bit of a uh, uh, struggle i mean one thing that we cleared was uh, both of them uh uh doing a piggyback ride and and uh doing the action sequence so uh until that point of time both of them are individually fighting their battles but at the end when they join the hands i wanted to them to come together literally together uh literally together so it is one person who is 10 feet tall uh who has two legs and four hands fighting uh, uh fighting against a big enemy so literally that's how I wanted to bring but using the weapons was a uh, was something that uh that I had to struggle a lot because on one hand in in the real uh in the real history uh, Lur Raju mm-hmm. uh uh Towards the uh, when he started revolution, he dressed him himself as a warrior saint mm-hmm. in saffron robes and long flowing hair, beard with with uh, a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. That's the getup. That's the yes. uh, a getup that we gave Raju towards the end of the film. Yes. Uh, so in the history he had bow and arrow. I want to connect that dot to that point. Uh, but at the same time, in my film, the story is about getting the guns. Yes. So so I, it was a bit of struggle. So I think we used uh, here and there on on the piggyback ride we used the guns uh to an extent. Yes. Then uh when he he's in the uh, in that uh, warrior saint uh, attire we gave him the bow and arrow and again added grenades to the arrow to again use the mo- modern weaponry. It's a bit of struggle. I wouldn't say it is it it was an easy thought but yeah.
0: Yeah. But of course, it also brings to an end this. It finishes with that wonderful um, capper, I guess, mm-hmm. of the, the 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 running motif that runs all the way through the film, which is Scott's um, speech about an English bullet yeah. and how much an English bullet costs yeah. and how much you know yeah. you cannot waste an English bullet. Yeah. Um, Pretty much from the moment that he first starts saying that, yeah. you, you, you can imagine that he might meet his end
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at the wrong end of an English bullet. Yeah, but how yeah. important was that running theme for you? Uh,
2: two, two aspects to it. Uh, one is uh, uh, Scott uh, talking about the bullet and Ram giving it back uh, in the end. That is a part of a writing. When you some some thoughts, some ideas, some visuals, some dialogues, in the beginning of the movie, or in the course of the movie, and bring it up again in a in a better better way, or or reversing it,
3: mm.
2: people enjoy that. Yeah. Audience enjoy that. Love that's it. a that's a nuance of uh, uh, film writing. Yeah, like we, you are talking about the piggyback ride, but we established that in the in the friendship song when Beam yes. puts Ram on his shoulders and he's just uh, doing the sit ups, sit ups, and it at that point it looks like a a nice funny yeah, funny just... funny scene it makes you feel hope oh, beam is quite strong but in the end when you really see him uh, putting ram on his shoulders in a much more emotional stronger way it enhances it multiplies yeah. the uh, the effect the same way the dialogue uh, too uh, it uh, uh, it's it's the nuance of film writing mm. coming to the colonial colonialism uh, and the effect of colonialism on on the on my country or any other country, I was pretty much sure I was not talking about that aspect uh, in the film. Mm-hmm. What I done is what I have done is essentially a a, a, a fictional movie, mm-hmm. even though the characters are real. The entire story is fictional. Mm-hmm. There were uh, there were no historical accuracies in in the languages, in the situations, in the characters, in the in the costumes it was not not an accurate account uh, of 1920s india
3: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, a wrong sentence would be the british are villains in the in the film mm-hmm. the right sentence would be the villains in the films in the film happen to be british yes <laughs> so that that is the way because aluri and komaram fought against the british or died in the hands of the yeah. british yeah uh the villains happen to be british and and uh, uh and because i had very little screen space to work on the uh, on the characters i didn't give them too many dimensions they're single singular in their dimensions the villains yeah for me i i was telling the story of a friendship yeah not the story of freedom struggle of india even though the characters are freedom fighters i was not telling the story of freedom struggle i was telling the story of, of friendship
0: and uh, i i know you spoken in the last couple of weeks about how work has tentatively begun on a possible sequel Mm -hmm. to this. Mm -hmm. Can you say about anything about where you are with that? And because this is such a fictional story, Mm -hmm. does that give you the license again to do that again if you were to continue to tell a story with these characters? Because obviously, you know, they they, they met very tragic ends in in real life. Yeah but you have a a, a, a fair amount of leeway mm. i think to work with before before that
2: yeah yeah absolutely it's, it's going to be fiction again no doubt about it i'm not going to the history part of it uh, uh we we had many ideas of how we could expand uh rrr in the initial days of the euphoria of success of the film mm. but none of the ideas were really great uh, uh Uh, so we left it at that Uh, but recently a few weeks back when we were discussing that again um, uh, me my father who is a story writer Mm -hmm. and my cousin who is the uh, another story writer Mm -hmm. we are the essential uh, core story group uh, my cousin suddenly came up with an idea which we thought was great this is great this is something we can't let go and uh, i asked my father to to spend time on the story and etch, etch it out, to to spread it out and make it into a, a complete script. Uh, that is definitely on. Writing mm-hmm. the script if, is definitely on because mm-hmm. we are really kicked up about the idea. Uh, uh, but once the script is done, is that is when we look into uh process of uh, how to bring this to screen. At mm-hmm. present, we are seriously into writing it.
0: Okay, interesting. Uh, well, what's next for you? Have you have you lined anything up?
2: My next film is with uh, Mahesh Babu, who is a, a big star in in uh, Telugu cinema. Uh, I wanted to do a um, an adventure film for a long time, very long time. Indiana Jones is is my absolute uh, all time favorite uh, series. I wanted to do something on those lines, much more modern, much more uh, expansive uh, in its setting. Uh, uh an action sequence happening in all corners of the world amazing uh so yeah that's what we are writing now
0: fantastic wish you all the best with that and uh I, I, and just then to go back to this this wonderful relationship that that runs all the way through the film um i i, I wanted to talk about the way you introduced them essentially both both going through feats of, of, you know, displaying feats of strength, feats of mental strength. You, so you have Ram fighting <laughs> basically ten thousand people, which is amazing. You have these larger than life, mythic introductions to them. You obviously have Beam fighting against tigers and all sorts of wild animals. um Both separately, <clears throat> both displaying great prowess. Can you talk about about starting off with it, with that?
2: that is basically setting the tone of the uh, uh tone of the film uh i wanted to show them as as uh, uh, human beings with extraordinary determination mm. and that determination gives them uh extraordinary physical strength uh of course you see ram fighting 10000 people beating them beating his way through but Subconsciously you also see that he's not angry with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's even though he captures one person, throws him on the feet of the British officers, you see that he's not angry with that guy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: In fact, you see that he's sad. Yeah. Uh, uh, so unknowingly, you understand, oh my God, this this guy is one hell of a guy. <laughs> but but you also know there is something going behind him. Yeah. Audience subconsciously know it. And same time, when you see Beam, uh, the way he is uh, struggling with the tiger, he's fighting with the tiger. And in fact, he actually literally says that he's sorry. He yeah. he, he he tells the tiger, sorry, and he says, brother. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. brother, uh, I'm doing uh, something for my uh, selfish goal. I apologize to you. And all throughout that, you see that he's, not angry with it and in fact he's sad yeah so both the things tell you these guys, oh my God, these guys are like great uh, mm-hmm. uh, they they are uh, they can do extraordinary things and you are ready to see those extraordinary things what's going to come further on the screen but at the same time you also sail with them personally mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you if if uh, you, fa- you find a personal affinity with those characters uh, so those two things are very important. And uh, I think with the two introduction sequences, we we achieved that.
0: It's extraordinary, and and also it uh, it whets the appetite for what will happen when the two of them meet. Yeah, and you do you you, you do that fairly quickly, actually, and you do yeah. it in a, in a wonderful way. I love that sequence where they they team up mm-hmm. and they both know each other instantly without yeah. even having said a word. Yeah, I love that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> can you talk about that that sequence? The, no, the... That that I uh, I thought for a. Uh, quite a long time. Uh, I I thought, should I put in another sequence where they have uh, they have a chance meeting? The maybe they understand a little bit of, about each other before uh, going here. But again, I thought I'll be losing the explosive uh, moment of their first meeting if I if I make them meet casually in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then I'm then I'll be losing the. The explosion of the first moment. The first meeting has to be uh, explosive. Uh, We thought about it a lot. Are we doing too much on on the first meeting itself? Are we making them understand each other too much uh, in the first meeting itself? But then we thought, how much ever don't think in terms of the story, think in terms of the audience. Mm -hmm. It is already... Forty minutes into the movie, mm-hmm, we establish mm-hmm. the characters mm-hmm. with superhuman strength. We establish that Beam, uh, the British, are going to are uh, want to capture Beam, and they set Ram on the Ram is has taken that taking that mission up,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: and all the thing thing is set. It, it is set The audience are waiting for them to meet you. You can't beat that. Yeah, no amount of. Uh, uh, establishing scenes will uh, are are going to need. The audience are already on the verge of waiting them for them to meet. You just go ahead. We, we believed in the instinct and went ahead with that.
0: It's De Niro and Pacino in Heat. Yeah, but if they had met instead of having a a, a chat in a coffee shop, mm-hmm. if they had just had a massive action sequence on a bridge <laughs> instead, yeah. that's that's yeah. Yeah. That's what I think that's why I think heat could be improved yes. uh, <laughs> if, yeah <laughs> if, if I'm honest but I love that sequence so much because they they instantly know each other yeah and it does so much work in terms of setting up yeah. the friendship because they're basically they are again to quote yeah. heat they're yeah. two sides of the same coin yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah
2: exactly and there is a usually I don't deal with metaphors there is but there is one metaphor in the in the, in the scene mm-hmm. uh uh the kid is the is the country Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, and mm-hmm. the, the country is in trouble. Uh, only when the two guys join their hands together and work in tandem can they save the country. It, <laughs> is a is a kind of metaphor. metaphor that why I, I worked for myself. Audience don't need to understand that. No, it's, but, it's, but, <laughs> well,
0: I, I was I was going to ask about the symbolism of the flag yeah. as well. Yeah. The fact that the flag is such a you know such an important part of, yeah, of that scene and at, keeping people alive. Uh, that
2: was that is not the national flag of India, but at that point of time in 1920s, uh, there were different flags the revolutionaries used uh, uh, as a symbol of of unity or or fighting against uh, the oppression uh, as a national flag, even though the nation nation hasn't been fully formed at that time. Mm-hmm. So from 19 19- five to 1925 I think era, a period of uh 15 20 years mm-hmm. that was the flag uh, uh which was considered as a national flag from, by the nationalists at mm-hmm. that time so mm-hmm. we used that flag uh, as a uh as, as as a symbol that yeah that helps uh, them uh achieve the goal absolutely
0: that's a beautiful thing it really is and yeah. uh you also have Uh, this is such an incredibly complex relationship. You know, who knows what about whom at which point, and you know, there's there's lots of complexity to it. How difficult was it to to track that, to track Ram's slightly moral murkiness Mm. as he goes deeper into this path?
2: Mm. Uh, Um. We even had discussions on that uh from the beginning. Uh, 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 my team was a bit worried that uh, Ram might be perceived as a as a villain because he's uh, beating up the fellow Indians and yeah. he's being quite violent in in doing so. But I was quite confident that uh, uh people wouldn't think him as a villain no. but they will think, He's he's acting as a villain, but there is something behind him. So that would give an kind of uh, develop interest on 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 Ram's character. Mm. Um, again, that was again that is purely going by instinct. Yeah, uh, uh, there is no manual to uh, to to graph his uh, graph how the audience would perceive his character. Yeah, uh, I just had the gut feeling that he would be he would be loud even though he's he's being very brutal in his uh, treatment towards the indians
0: very much so but he does get bitten by a banded crate uh, which <laughs> i would i would not enjoy uh, i'll be honest uh, but a, so, so so he does pay he does pay for that yeah. but um th- this is a strange thing as well <laughs> but i i was wondering at times i love i love his mustache i love the way his facial hair changes <laughs> i wondered if that was in any, any any way uh, a way to read his mental state depending on um, on how yeah. he presents himself visually uh,
2: not much uh, uh so i i didn't initially think about the uh, mustache actually tarak and charan who played mm. the characters yes. of Bhim and raju are, are close friends yes uh, so they came to us uh, uh once to uh, to do some uh, uh scanning of their faces and at the time charan had a long beard and a big mustache they had to shave off the facial hair and they were doing uh, bit by bit when Charan shaved his uh, uh, beard Tarak immediately saw he was looking good in it and he clicked pictures and and sent sent them to me telling me just uh, consider this look for Charan he's looking great and there you go we immediately thought oh my god he's really looking great and (laughs) we thought uh, okay let's keep this for the for the inspector role that he would he would Look nice in that uh, uh, handlebar moustache. It's
0: such a great tash. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. such a great tash. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: so, yeah so that is uh, India Tarak yeah. who yeah. Uh, who gave that get up to Ram. <laughs>
0: Amazing, love that. Uh, and then just two quick last things because I know i have got to let you go. Uh, I wanted to ask about that fight between the two of them after the uh, attack on Scott's compound, mm-hmm. uh, and crafting that. As well, that's the f- really the only time they actually properly attack each other. There's yep. there's lots of there's there's a verbal attack, yep. I guess, yep. uh, as well. But uh, it's such an interesting the, the dynamic between the two of them is really interesting. In yep. that. Was that was that a, a tough again a tough sequence to craft?
2: No, uh, uh, not really tough. I I really really enjoyed uh, uh, crafting that. Uh, at that point of time, uh, Ram is holding back his emotions and. Uh, uh, and trying to arrest uh, Beam, and Beam is unable to comprehend why his his friend, why his brother is doing this to him. And even when Beam is being beaten and punched in the stomach uh, and trying to be arrested, he's still begging his brother, asking him why are you doing this, and he's asking his brother to just look him in the eye and. Answer him, and Ram cannot look at him. For me, that's the most beautiful part of the whole thing. And once the chance is completely gone out of his hand, when the lock key gets lost, yeah, uh, after a lot of taking a lot of beating, only after the chance is completely lost does Beam uh, uh, turn back and and fight against him. And even in the fight, if you see, uh, Beam takes a lot of uh, blows, mm-hmm. but one single blow that Beam gives will send Ram flying across the, across the floor. So even in that, you can see Ram is like uh, agile and uh, and uh, experienced in the fight, uh-huh. whereas Beam is brutal strength. Yeah. Uh, so even that that uh, how they fight also den- denotes their uh, characterizations. I loved I loved composing that fight.
0: I, I imagine as well you you, you enjoyed composing. The, the lashing, the public lashing that yeah. that, that Ram gives to, to Beam mm-hmm. because it, it leads to this wonderful moment of defiance yeah. as well, which I yeah. thought was so stirring, emotionally stirring. Yeah. Was that something you enjoyed? I
3: I
2: I mean when when the thought come, come we, we knew in that instance uh, uh, when we were writing that Ram will punish Beam and Beam will do something or Beam doesn't yield which will make the audience, uh, which the people rebel, and that changes uh, Ram's attitude. We knew that's the content of the scene. But the moment we thought, uh, let's make Beam sing a song, we were absolutely thrilled. For one, Beam comes from the region in Telangana. Uh, 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 he's a tribal from Telangana. Telangana region is known for decades of oppression. Mm -hmm. And decades of uh, many, many rebellions from so many people, the farmers rebelled, the tribals rebelled, the educated people uh, went away from the society and became Naxalites to to lead rebellion against uh, the landlords and the establishment. All through these rebellions, one common thing, uh, one common weapon all these people uh, took up is the song. They used a song to inspire people. They used a song to make people rebel. And they use song for everything. They use it for celebration. They use it for when a baby is born. They use it when when somebody dies. Mm -hmm. A song is, the folk song of Telangana is a part and parcel of life. So when we thought, let's have a Telangana folk song here that the beam sings, Mm -hmm. we thought we had a fantastic uh, 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 element. Uh, in the process and I think the way NTR enacted in that song Mm. the way he sang it the of course there is a playback singer who has done the song but but the way he acted the way he there was a defiance in his face there was physical pain in the in the body and I think that's one of the greatest performances ever on on the screen
0: it's so good it's yeah. so good yeah. well S.S. Uh, Rajamouli I've glad to you go
2: but it's been an absolute pleasure sir thank you so much Steve for your time thank you thank you so much thank you for having me
0: here that was S.S. Rajamouli uh, I, I'll be honest I haven't had a chance to check out there are two other films of his that are available on Netflix and I haven't had a chance to check them out yet but I'm very very excited to do so uh, even if they're remotely as insane <laughs> as, as RRR uh, is so should we should we talk first of all Usually we talk in general terms about the film and what we feel about the film, but I want to get into this this discussion that I've inadvertently raised. Is RRR the most bad shit insane movie of the year? Neil, I'm looking straight at you. <laughs> through this, look, I'm just about looking straight at you. Where do you stand?
4: Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I don't think anything beats a fight with a tiger where people leap out and attack all sorts of people and uh, you know, all sorts of animals are attacking all sorts of people. I don't think you can really get more bat shit or tiger shit
0: Tiger shit I mean, as, as, Tiger as shit that. insane <laughs> uh, everything everywhere all at once does have a dildo fight. It does have a dildo it fight a dildo and
1: a, dildo a, butt, fight. a butt plug fight. They are yeah. two different fights, to be clear. That is not even the same fight. It's not like they wandered into a sex toy shop and decided to go nuts. Those are two different moments.
0: But this does have, obviously, a fight in which, you know, all the animals in the world come together. It's like mm-hmm. it's like the film Doolittle could have been. And, and then they all come together and there's an amazing animal fight. But yeah, there's is. also a fight where our two heroes at the end of the film... <laughs>
3: I love
1: it so much sit on
0: well not on each other's shoulders because that's actually yeah. is physically impossible yeah. but
1: Raju sits on beam shoulders yes it's true yeah. this
4: is true thank you thank you I don't and... think this is a film where you think talk about what's physically impossible or possible <laughs> physics do not I do. exist I, I literally
1: I was watching this m- with my family over Christmas and they were nuts about it they went absolutely <laughs> wild for it um, but we were just I think I, I texted them on while we were watching it just going you know Physics is for wimps. Like, What's a line for Fast 9? <laughs> oh yeah, as long as we obey the laws of physics, we'll be, be fine. fine. Yeah. And it's like, no. As long as we say, fuck that, and yeah. ride in on a flaming stagecoach drawn by white horses, yeah. we'll be fine. This is what S.S.
0: Rajamouli thinks of your goddamn laws of physics. Take that, physics. Yeah. Finally, someone's showing physics up for the fraud that it is. <laughs>
1: I really want to know what Scotty thought of this from Star Trek. <laughs> that's, that's the response I need to see.
0: Yeah, what's the point at which Scotty would lose his mind in this movie? First five
4: minutes, definitely. First, first, first They're just floating through the air.
5: <laughs> yeah, literally, like, because I I heard so much hype about this film and I think I'd seen a clip or two online but I didn't really know what I was in for, in for when I hit play on this. And within the first... Ten fifteen minutes when he's fighting off a hundred men at once and oh flying through oh the air. The phrase is beating yeah. off. I'm
0: on. He's beating off a hundred men at once. Is is that
5: right? No,
1: I'm, I... I'm not sure oh, who no. you've been talking to, Chris. I'm watch talking to films Dan Stevens. You've been watching. But,
4: uh... Did you watch the right
5: film?
1: <laughs> Don't tell me what the RRR stands for, please. I'm on. <laughs>
5: It's Rise, War, Revolt. Okay, and I meant in
1: Chris's mind. Oh, I see.
5: (laughs) Got it. Um, But yeah, no, it's... No comment. (laughs) It's incredible. And Chris, you were not incorrect when you described this movie as an action epic uh, a few minutes ago, but you're also not fully correct because it's an action epic it's a historical movie or historical fiction. It's a musical <laughs> historical fiction. Fiction. I did put the F word in there eventually. I mean, historical <laughs> fiction.
1: I mean, in fairness, like there is a lot of films like this that take an actual historical figure yeah. Yeah. two yeah, actual yeah, historical yeah. figures in this and case and then do something completely batshit insane with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. I mean yeah. yes. it's not you know, it's it's more historical. Well, is it? It's, it's, uh, I would I say was got, like on the, on an, on the Abraham Lincoln Vampire yeah, Hunter scale, where yeah, does it fall? Yeah. You know, this is
0: true. This is true. It's yeah. it's, it's the sister movie to Abraham Lincoln <laughs> Vampire Hunter. Do
5: that as a double no. bill. That's a double bell. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Yeah. No, don't because the, <laughs> the quality shift would be yeah, jarring.
0: Yeah. Also, if you watch Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, I'm worried that people there might be an uptick in people watching it, and then the <laughs> studio might go, "Oh, people like this. Clearly, it's catching on." Let's make another, and that would be bad. <laughs> that
1: would be bad. Let's not do
0: that. <laughs> Let's not yeah, do, I that, need to to do <laughs> that.
1: Let's yeah. just watch RRR again. I mean, those aren't you know the only ones. Like Young Young Churchill, do you remember? Was um, was Christian Bale as a sexy yes. Young Churchill yes. single handedly? I, yes. I
4: do not remember. No. I
1: mean, it's a terrible film, but it's it's a good it's a funny idea. Yes, they were so. sort of giving the glossy Hollywood biopic treatment to this incredibly unglamorous man. Right. Um. And with respect, you know, to both men, in reality, this is something similar. This is the glossy yeah. biopic treatment <laughs> yeah. for less than super glamorous
5: <laughs> yeah. freedom fighters. But, but yeah, it's got that aspect. It's got the musical aspect to it. And I was saying to Neil before we uh, started polling, it's rare that I'm as mesmerized by a awesome action sequence as I am by a dance number. It is unheard of, that I'm mesmerized by both of those things in the same movie. Mm. But uh, 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 is that movie? And that is incredible. And it is the, incredible.
1: The dance numbers are so good. The, the, that one at the party.
5: Oh, oh. the one at the party. Tell me, Chris. Amazing. Tell yeah, me. But, 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 do, <laughs> do you not too? Do well, you not too? <laughs> I,
4: I, I have to tell you, in case you didn't know, all brown men are like that. We're all heroic. <laughs> Muscly, as you can see. I have to say, Neil Neil danced in
0: here sitting (laughs) sitting somehow on his own shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Physics do not exist. Uh, <laughs> and the was accompanied by an alpaca, uh, which which gave Amon quite a nasty nip. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's vanished. I don't know where that alpaca is. It's absolutely wild. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're all heroic. We're all ripped. We're all great dancers. For you, this is a documentary. Yeah, this, these are facts. These are facts. <laughs> <laughs> this is like watching my family, let's be honest. <laughs> Would you be the
5: fire or the water in, the, in this? Mm-hmm. In this? It's a toughie. I'm
4: gonna go fire. Okay, I'm pretty hot. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so Neil, were
0: you because you know this is something that I was unaware. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. Uh, Indian cinema is a, is is a big blind spot. For me. I have many blind spots, cinematically speaking, but yeah. this is a big blind spot for me. Were you aware of SS Rajamouli before this movie? Because this movie came kind of out of nowhere mm-hmm. last year. I, you you were hearing whispers about this mm. incredible mm-hmm. thing. That was slowly catching on. Then, when it hit Netflix, it got another, a second wind.
4: But were you aware going into this? No, no, I wasn't. I, I didn't know anyone or anything about this film until I started to hear hype about it. What's interesting about Indian cinema is it's from, from, my, from what I know, it's bigger than anything in the West. It's like mm-hmm. twice as big at the very least. Like I think Bollywood, at, the, at the least, they make twice as many films as Hollywood in a year, and or well, they did, I don't know about now, but there, there was a time when they were, the money they were making, the films they were making, it, they, were, they were making the most money out of a lot of Western films. But it was mainly in India because obviously that's where their target audience is. But no, I'm I my blind spot is, of course, Indian films as well. And I think oh. with this one, I did have an interesting conversation with Amon about this a few months ago and I wanted to raise an interesting point. So, Whenever a film does well that's in a foreign language in the UK, it's usually kind of prestigious. There's something interesting to say, yeah. especially when it's like um something like Parasite that had mm-hmm. like sort of social issues that they spoke about and what have you. This one was a wild, crazy action dance film that it felt like people were liking it because they were kind of mocking India and Indians in a way. It sort of felt like yeah, you can like it, and that's all great. And I think it's a good thing that people like it because that will open up people's minds to Indian cinema. But I hope it's not because people are mocking Indians, mm. if that mm. makes sense. Mm. That's yeah. interesting because it is that. quite over the top. It, I mean, um,
1: it's vastly I say quite but very. But I over mean, top. look, if, if I think if as long as people are coming at it with the same love of over the topness mm-hmm. that we bring to. Uh, a John Wick or uh Fast and Furious, yeah. mm-hmm. then I think that's okay. But I think you're right. It's not, it's not one to point, I mean, because it does not mm. this is not typical of Indian cinema. I, I have dabbled, I have not dived yeah. in, but mm. I, you know, I have seen some of the big epics yeah. and and this is not that.
4: No, this, this is, is very this much is,
1: its own thing.
4: This is very heightened. Like I think Ooh. there's another one which was like this, which I think was like the Indian Terminator, which you've probably seen like mm. clips of yeah. where it was like, um yeah, he just he multiplies himself like thousands of times. And wow. It's fascinating to see, but this is on par with that, with mm. the sort of insanity. Mm. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I hope and I don't think people are mocking Indians because obviously like as a culture and as a race, our accent and our looks and what have you, have mm. been mocked for generations, for, for years and what have you. Uh, I don't think we're in that sort of wheelhouse now. I, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I think it's just, I think very the intentions are
0: very pure with RRR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, I, I set up and took notice of this movie whenever great action directors were yeah. banging yeah. on about it. Uh, and I think one of the reasons that this movie has endured is because, you know, we're all action fans here, right? So when Edgar Wright tweets, you need to see RRR, yeah. mm-hmm. preferably with an audience which I haven't managed to do yet. I did yeah. book a ticket to see it at the Picturehouse Central uh, when it got a, a small reissue in August, and I couldn't make it, mm. uh, which was which was godin. But I know it's back on the Prince Charles Cinema soon. and I'd love to go see it because that crown's going to be wild.
1: Group biting,
0: yes, Group yes. Biting, that's <laughs> doing it. Uh, you know, Corin Hardy was tweeting about it. And he yeah. said this thing's absolutely incredible. And you know, and every not every now and again, I think this is this is a generational thing. But I think we're all action fans here. I think we can all recognize when a director is doing something really interesting hmm. and knows how to put. An action sequence together, and I know there are other things about this movie that, that that have appeal, and I know there are other things about this movie that connect. But for me, I'm coming at it from a, from an action standpoint, and mm-hmm. it is pretty astonishing in yeah. that regard. Oh, yeah. dropping. It's, yeah. it's you know, but so it's you know, every now and again, a director will come out and smash it out of the park. You know, whether it's Gareth Evans with the raid, or whether it's a you know, Chad like, Stahelski and what he's doing with the John Wicks, or yes. or Chris McQuarrie and what he's doing with the missions, yeah. and
1: also, they, you know, George Miller. Action directors do come from, you know, world cinema, yep. which I, I'm using this case to mean non-English speaking mm-hmm. My cinema. My favorite
0: action director of all time is John Woo. John
1: Wu. Mm-hmm. I mean, Timur Bekmambatov, like the mm-hmm. entire Woojah generation of, of incredible action directors. You know, quite frankly, Hollywood has a tendency to think it's the be all and end all of cinema. And we probably sometimes talk about it that way as well, because, you know, we speak English and we cover Hollywood movies and all the rest. But... Mm-hmm. It is good to be re- reminded every so often that they are scratching the surface of what's possible, and I feel like that's what this film does, yeah. brilliantly, um, because it shows that they're not—they don't have a monopoly on incredible, you know, big, large-scale CG-assisted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. action movies. Yeah, and and it is—it is good for them to be reminded of that, frankly.
0: Uh, and what it does as well is it, it gets you really excited. You know, whenever I got in, whenever I first got into John Woo, for example. And Hong Kong action cinema, you know, it was then from there you would get into Ringo Lam and Choi Hawk, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't right. just be about Chow Yun Fat; you'd be about you know some of the other amazing stars who were who Samuel were planning to trade as as well. You know, it's it's. I, I think it's like that with me now. It's just like, oh my god, is this just the tip of the iceberg? Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, you know, is, you know, how can I have missed a, an actor as charismatic as Ram Jhuran mm. in, yeah, in 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 you know before? This yes. is a big slap in the wrist for me but you know you watch this you watch this movie and you're going yeah both the leads are incredible mm. but him in particular it's like, this may be the most handsome dude on the planet. I and mean, he can he, do all this shit.
1: This is incredible. He makes a very good case, doesn't he? I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a handsome well, he man. They're, a very they're both case. very handsome men.
0: The Tash. Can we talk about the
3: Tash? <laughs>
1: Just, it's flawless.
0: Which changes all the way through the movie. and uh, <laughs> I can't remember whether it was in, in this uh, spoiler special interview, so people will probably be yelling at me if it was, uh, about, you know, about the, the, the form of the moustache uh, echoing <laughs> Uh, Ram's emotional state. That makes
3: <laughs> sense. Because <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. it does
0: change an awful lot. And it's yeah. you know, it's it's sometimes very, very quaff, sometimes it's very big on mm. his lips. <laughs> you know, it's it's something to rewatch. Some solid
5: facial hair. Mastax- it's solid facial hair. Oh, I love well, that. I have that to re-watch RRR again. Yeah. <laughs> no. Just for the facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now within the first twenty minutes there was a lot of gym um for yeah. me, for yeah. sure. <laughs> just like, man, the guys, Punching this bag and the bag is exploding. Then you, uh, <laughs> the
1: other dude... I mean, obviously that's that's some Captain America. Love, I, I
5: adored that. And then the guy who's uh, fighting a tiger. Topless, and mm. he's trying to like the tiger pull these... is topless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is wild. he's trying to everything. pull these votes together, and they're doing like this shot where he just looks so bad. I mean, it reminded me of um Again, Captain, Captain America, America with, the, yeah, with, the with the helicopter. helicopter oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I I have now taken out an annual membership in the gym uh, just a few days ago. So thank you, Ah uh, Ah. Have for you? That. Yeah. Have you gone to the gym? Yeah.
1: Okay. I went yesterday. Did you? Well, yeah, okay.
5: I haven't this been in this
4: this many many years <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't show because like I said we're all naturally yep. ripped, naturally <laughs> ripped. ripped so
1: that's
4: it. I don't need to yep. uh, I eat I what actually,
0: I want I actually shot Neil when he came in here uh, <laughs> but the bullet bounced <laughs> off his
4: pecs It's a really weird way Jack to say Rachel. Happy New Year but, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's the, the initiation to the party. I need a Bang Sorry Neil I, I was confident in your ability to <laughs> <laughs> repel the bullet
1: As your lawyer Chris that's not often going to work <laughs>
0: I'm gonna shoot everyone until sooner or later I do find a Superman. That's, that's what I'm I'm like Mr. Glass. Yeah, I'm, I feel like, like you've I'm taken like, the
1: wrong message from those films,
0: <laughs> if I'm honest. I'm like a bumbling Mr. Mm. Glass. Mm. Uh, anyway. Uh so let's talk about this movie. And let's talk about let's talk about some of the sequences that stand out for you. Um you know, I think this has got one of the great meat cutes in cinema history. <laughs> oh, it's
4: so good. <laughs> meat cute so song, good. which explains their friendship.
0: <laughs> well, not just that, but the the sequence on the bridge where yes. they come together. Yeah, yeah. They come together to, uh, to, oh, yeah. to save the kids, yeah. And wordlessly, these two yeah. icons, these two titans, uh, mm-hmm. suddenly they, they just, they both, you know, glock, mm-hmm. clock each other and mm. they just, they form this perfect team. Yeah. Uh, and you're thinking, okay, I'm half an hour in. How are they going to top this? And then mm. they do. They just yeah. keep
1: doing that the whole way through. I mean, yeah, I yeah. thought that with that opening sort of siege of the fort, I'm like, mm. how do you? How, how is this your opener? Where what do you the go 10, yeah.
3: 10, 000, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And then and then you go to that bridge rescue, and then mm. you have that glorious montage, yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah. amazing. And then you get a bit of dancing. You and then you get you know a tiger mm. fight. I just it just keeps. Getting better and better and better the whole way
5: through. It's oh. it's
1: astonishing action directing and pacing and, and writing in that
5: yeah. sense. After that amazing uh, rescue of the kid, we get what was for me the best title drop of 2022. Mm-hmm. 40 minutes into the movie, which is just fantastic. <laughs> I fucking loved it. Oh. Almost as if he'd forgotten.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fresh does the same thing, doesn't it? It's about yeah, mm. it's about 40 minutes in.
1: I think yeah. there was something that was even lighter, wasn't there, this year? Something had the title at the end?
0: Oh, lots of things have the title at the end, don't yeah.
1: they? No, but like, mm. you know, nothing at the start. Uh, anyway.
0: Right.
1: I also enjoyed, I mean, obviously, the um, British being just the worst. Yeah. You know, just like that. full on, yeah. they're the bad guys, mm, fuck yeah. those guys. Yeah, um,
4: there was a very clear line there. Yeah, you know, I but- don't know,
0: guys. I think that... <laughs> 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 I don't know. When are the Brits going to get their shot?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they so got I their shot know. several times during this film, and every time they fucking killed somebody. It was an English
0: bullet, <laughs> Helen, an English bullet.
5: <laughs> Do you
0: know the price of this bullet. <laughs> Ray Stevenson, mm. uh, he's yeah, he's having all kinds of fun <laughs> in this, and Allison Duty, mm. Alison Duty, really, you know, I don't know how she didn't have a huge career after Indeed. Indiana Jones and yeah. in the Last Crusade because yeah. she's so good in that movie, and you know, mm. and she's astonishingly beautiful and all, and all that stuff, and how she didn't go on to yeah. become enormous is is wild.
1: And here she's, um, if anything, playing a worse character than when she was a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, so. F-
4: Ooh, Who knew marks that was possible? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From one racist
0: to another. <laughs> How did you know she was Nazi? She
1: talks in her sleep. She talks in her sleep.
0: <laughs> Love it. Should we do an Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade Sport special after this as well? Let's do it. It's the one I long, I long to do. I suddenly remember my Charlemagne. Uh, but yes, so let's talk about some of the other the other sequences. The uh, the bridge sequence is an incredible one for me. Uh, that was the first clip I ever saw from RRR where it was mm. on the it was on it was online and I was like mm. bloody hell I cannot wait <laughs> to see this film uh, but yeah. then it took me ages because I'm so busy at the moment and uh, mm. it's a three hour film so it needs a, a fair amount of commitment yeah. and I watched it for the first time on Netflix mm. uh, and I, I, well, I watched the dubbed version because I didn't yeah. realise I you know, I thought it automatically was going to open up it's, it's 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 not the original language no right it's not so, it's, so
1: so Netflix has the Hindu dub
0: mm-hmm.
1: of the version, or you can get it in English.
0: There's an English yeah. dub. So I watched yeah. the English dubbed version, which is appalling. The the yeah, the, the real, dubbing is, is appalling. It's not great. And I was watching it in the first 20 minutes. I was going, I don't what 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 does yeah. everyone see in this movie? This yeah. is. The mouths aren't even matching the words. This is amateurish. Like, genuinely, genuinely. And then when I uh, I went, oh shit, it's dubbed. So I went back in, uh, found the uh, the 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 Hindi dub and uh, put that on, and suddenly it was like the scales had fallen I mean, from my yeah, eyes. Yeah, it's
1: still not and still not original. Yeah. It's a Telugu. Yeah. Yeah. um yeah. Language, apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but um, uh, and then it's been dubbed mm. into the uh, Hindi, I guess yeah. into Hindi, which yeah. is a bit yeah. more. Um, I guess
4: popular in. I think yeah that that's for the, the Bollywood. Yeah, diaspora, that, that and Gujarati are the really? main sort of Indian mm-hmm. languages. We Some, say. but they speak an insane amount of languages in India. They
1: do. Yeah, I think yeah. this. Yeah, I, I was reading up on uh, this, and it was like it's the fourth most spoken <laughs> language in India. And you're it's, like,
5: okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's mental. Yeah, it's very impressive. Some of the dialogue by wow. the Brits in this movie did did happen really well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> that mob. I was scared out of my wits, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared of him more. Um, yeah, it was funny. <laughs>
1: that was a great, that's great though.
5: Yeah, no, I, I, lo- I, I love. That's it.
1: a great setting up your hero line. Yeah. I
5: adored well, that. Well, they do that and then I think in the scene, a couple scenes after when they're setting up uh, Behemoth and how much of a threat he is, I mm. felt very John Wickian to me. Yeah. Um, in that he's setting up this insane, threat, like, just just give the kid back because this guy is going to come and there's basically nothing you can do to stop him and they should have probably listened. Um, but yeah, that, I, I enjoyed that scene too.
1: But like I think it. that's, you know, it's just the, the British getting the other side of the coin to yeah. what essentially English-speaking films do to everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. they give the most first base, you know, unthought out dialogue to everybody else in the world talking about oh Tarzan you're so great and And it's essentially just that dialogue being given to the English soldiers
4: yeah yeah, it's that and it's like their behaviour as well it's like well they just look down upon them it's like well of course you're going to talk like morons (laughs) exactly (laughs) Yeah, but
5: I think hilarious morons (laughs) I think that speaks to what this film does so well and that there's a lot of silliness there's a lot of over the topness but there's a lot of sincerity as well and that balance between mm. the tones, which goes from one to another, it's in fairly quick, fairly quick order t- at times, just feels always authentic and always right for the parts of the story where it's flipping between the various tones. I really enjoyed I, that. Yeah.
1: I just mm. think we sometimes underestimate the power of sincerity as a storytelling mm, tool. Yeah, I've, been, I've been writing and reading a lot about James Cameron this week. And you know mm. why it is that Titanic mm. and Avatar are the biggest films, sort of, in history, and why mm. why it was that they <coughs> had Avengers that impact. Okay, I know. Sorry, <laughs> <is second. laughs> I know Avengers is second now. We, but have you know what men- I'm saying. we haven't
0: mentioned the MCU. Look, we
1: have mentioned it. the MCU mentioned several Cap. times. <laughs> we mentioned Cap twice. Did we? Yes, yeah. we did. Oh my god. <laughs> but Brave. but Avengers Endgame was was top of the list for less than two years. You know, the rest of the last twenty five, less than two have months, been, yeah, have been <laughs> yeah, James be Cameron. Yeah. So I think that there's a there's an an interesting parallel there because that is all about sincerity. That is all mm. all about this big, broad, epic storytelling with big, unapologetic emotions mm. and incredible action. And you know, Hollywood has never really. Try to follow that James Cameron example, certainly not successful. Mm. I mean, mm. you know, something like Pearl Harbor, maybe, but not really committed to that model. Mm. And again, maybe Top Gun Maverick to an extent, but
0: mm. uh, yeah, absolutely. Top, but top
1: this Maverick. is absolutely the James Cameron model mm-hmm. uh, for me, anyway. Yeah. And, and well, I'm not saying it's derivative of, because I know it's also you no, know, no, no, very no, much no. in the Indian mm. filmmaking tradition, but it is. It it has some of those ingredients,
0: but he, uh, Rajamouli, is absolutely steeped in Hollywood filmmaking. Oh, yeah, if you yeah. look at his Sight and Sound list, mm. I didn't put a list into the Sight and Sound uh, greatest films ever poll because <laughs> it would have been filled with
1: Avengers commercial. Hollywood
0: and I, I'm no word of a lie, Avengers Endgame might have been in my top ten, and I just knew that the the people of Sight and Sound would have got it and gone ha ha ha, and either pinned it up in their wall, uh, you know, to use as you know a dartboard or or throw, or throw it in the bin and just going, oh look, it's a, guy from, it's a guy from Empire. Oh my God, look how commercial he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Raju list is incredible because really? it's filled with stuff. It's f- got James Cameron films on there. It's got
5: animation. It's got, got animations. panda it's got, in there. Nice. Kung nice. Panda. He Which loves I loved. he loves Aladdin,
0: you know. And he's he's really really mm-hmm. steeped. He grew up loving yeah. American mm-hmm. cinema, Hollywood cinema, commercial cinema, action cinema. He worships the feet of James Cameron. Yeah. Mm. And you see those lessons in there, you know, as he said in the spoiler special interview, and I'm on, I know you've interviewed him as well. Mm. And his, his movie making process is fascinating the way that he right. shapes these movies based on, like he's basically predicting or anticipating audience reactions and audience uh, excitement. And so he'll drop in a, a sequence every 10 minutes or so mm-hmm. that will get mm. the audience cheering or on their feet or dazzled. Yeah. And a lot of
5: that comes from Cameron and from mm. Hollywood Cinema. You're talking about sequences that get people on their feet. I've seen some stuff online watch with people watching RRR that is insane, especially when it comes to the Naughty Naughty sequence. Like people get up on stage and dance along <laughs> with <laughs> these guys as they're doing it. It's insane. And that, that sequence, as again, I said I was mesmerized. I've... Watch that just, there's this one like 20 second bit when they're dancing with their suspenders. Yeah, <laughs> I've yeah. watched and <laughs> rewinded that multiple times. It's just so mesmerizing. How they do it so in sync is actually phenomenal. Um, I was speaking with uh, S.S. Rajamouli about this and he was saying like, if it was one millisecond out of time, he would go back and ask them to do it, to do it again and they would get mad yeah. and it's like, nobody else is going to notice. But it's insane how well in sync they are in, in that particular part of the track and there's another um, bit in the song where they're sort of dancing on each other's shoulders not not sort of not piggyback but like yeah. and again it's so it's, it's so in sync it's incredible it's, it's phenomenal it took them three years to make this movie Mm-hmm. so he yeah. doesn't
0: he doesn't really have a, a second unit he does everything yeah. himself it's so wow. meticulous there were, there were COVID interruptions as well but, yeah. Yeah. but essentially this is how long it takes him because he is incredibly meticulous about everything and that sequence is incredible and should yeah. we also point out that he takes part he appears in, a, in the dance sequence at the end of the film yeah. well? <laughs> yeah, so you know there's a mic drop for James Cameron follow that I want to
3: see
0: Avatar 3 I want to, be, I want to see Jim Cameron as a Navi dancing dance. up a storm with Tony Weaver and you know, Kate Winslet and uh, and so we sat down. Yeah, so up for that.
4: <laughs> yeah, let's make the, that the, the best thing about this film <laughs> is their friendship, and obviously they've got yeah. that meet cute yeah. and all that, and the yeah. dance sequence. But there's also a great bit. I wrote down because I thought it was brilliant. Like Ram is an excellent uh, wingman to yeah. be. Oh, like he like, so yes. he, like, yes. he, like picks up those nails, throws <laughs> it behind him. Oh, there's a puncher. What can we do? It will take many hours to Ooh. fix. Ah, just genius. Let's what him win in fight? Uh, yeah. let's the him dance win fight. the yeah. dance as well. Yeah.
5: yeah. yeah. What a yeah. man? What and man. most a importantly, dude. he has Behem looking good. Yeah, he Can't walk yeah. up to the does. party like that. Let me put you in a suit. Yeah, looks and sick. the man is looking yeah. good. Yeah, love that. sure that's the most
1: important. But I will give you the. <laughs> uh, among, among
0: as he, he comes into these things. He's got a certain you know list of stuff to take. A little, a few boxes to
5: take. <laughs> Are they looking good?
1: Have I discussed yeah. the score? Okay. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. I think I can leave now. No. A, a, yeah.
1: Wait, have you discussed the score? I have
5: not. <gasps> oh my god! <clears throat> Thank you for reminding
1: me of <laughs> <her>. <laughs> I now go. turn to my prepared PowerPoint presentation.
5: Four hours later, <laughs> just let me get my slides ready. No, um, yeah, the score is done by M.M. Kiravani, and it's fantastic. It's really dynamic. The riff that he has for uh, Raju in particular. Uh, the, 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 uh, and it reoccurs at at various points throughout the movie in uh, various uh, different incarnations it's very very good very very striking and then he obviously worked on songs like Nati Natu all throughout the film as well Um, I think they've collaborated many many times before as well and so they have that director composer tandem which means that he can work on the movie at a very early stage which always leads to better work and you can tell from from, from, from the movie
4: I think that 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 oh. is used so much, and like there are times when a piece of score or song is used in a film over and over, and it just doesn't work. Whereas this, mm-hmm. it works so so well. Yeah. every and time that character's
5: on on screen, and it's mixed with the film very very well. Yeah. Like one one issue that Marvel still uh, has with some of their films, you fucking dreads, <laughs> 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 is that the music is great. But the way it's mixed into the film, you can't get the full impact of it. Like, one of, one of my favorite tracks of last year uh, was from Thor, Love and Thunder's Mama's Got a Brand New Hammer. If you go and listen to that track, Honest Lonesome, it's six minutes of just awesome music by Michael Giacchino. Yeah. In the actual film, the impact of that is dulled by dialogue, by sound effects. You don't get the full impact. Dialogue. I think the first uh, time you hear it, it's like only in the 22nd snippet. And you can barely sort of get the full impact of it. With the music in RRR, the reason why we, we remember the da da and other bits of music is because it's mixed or it's because it's prevalent in the storytelling. Yeah. Um. And I I, I, like, I like that about this, but I, I think sometimes with Marvel, you don't fully get that. All right. And well, other things. I'm not just going to single out Marvel. That's, it's, yeah, it's, and
0: that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not, uh, we don't have time to talk about other movies, but. Yeah. um. In Winter Soldier, when oh, no. <laughs>
1: we've not done all three Captain America movies, have so. we? So.
0: Well, they are the best Marvel movies, yeah. aren't they, Helen? As you as, as you well know, uh, with First Avenger coming in way ahead of the others
3: mm.
0: in batshit Insane Land. Uh, <laughs> anyway, oh sorry, I'm, uh, sorry, <laughs> off my in shit. Oh, yeah,
1: i I still heard you. Damn it. You.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yes, as Neil was saying, this is this is a tale of of, of friendship with these two incredible friends. Ah, uh, Beam and Ram coming together uh, ultimately, which ends up with the 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 fight, which is a, you know the the fight on each other's shoulders, mm-hmm. uh, and progressing from fighting with their fists and their hands into to uh, to other implements, and then finally, you know the 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 gun and the English bullet that <laughs> that snuffs out the Punisher's life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that that friendship is tremendous, and I I love the way that it's it, it, it feels there's there's peaks and troughs, there's ups and downs, there are betrayals. And, you know, obviously from the beginning, you have the idea that that, that Ram is hunting Beam, but doesn't realize he's hunting Beam mm. until a certain point. And there are all sorts of little twists. The uh, the bit where but the snake bite is really, is really interesting. But of course, mm. there's Beam's show of defiance when he's being whipped, when he's being punished mm. in front of everybody, which then, you know, this is the part of the the rise and revolt, and the uh, of the of the title, isn't it? That sequence I thought was absolutely outstanding.
4: That yeah. was a vicious, yeah. It yeah. was so violent. Like, mm. I mean, it's the worst time to start singing, but, <laughs> <it's>, uh,
3: <laughs> but it kind of works. Uh, yeah, you're
4: <laughs> defined, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. But it it was it was so violent. And when mm. they they throw that um, was it the spiked uh, yeah. whip down yeah. to him. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Duty by name, duty by nature. That's yeah, what I'm saying. yeah, yeah. Boo. <laughs> boo, to you, duty. <laughs> so violent, yeah. Really vicious, yeah. It was just like you like. it's like Good action is when you can almost feel it, mm-hmm. and you can really almost feel with this, and mm-hmm. it's just yeah.
1: yeah but I think they did a really good job as well in the in the that opening scene in the village of showing you know the just kind of dismantling some of that. So the Indian, the the the. British and India went there and built railroads and really weren't that bad. You know, they sort mm. of do a very good job of setting up the stakes almost mm. immediately. Very quickly, yeah. And showing you, no, that these guys are going to fuck you up. Yeah. They've fucked up your country and they're going to keep doing yeah. it. So you yeah. all need to get rid of them.
0: In fact, that, that that's sort of hard harder edge to the movie, to be by surprise. Mm. Because all I'd heard was people going on incredible action sequences. Mm. And, you know, I'd seen the, the, the clip online of the of the bridge sequence where the two guys come together for the first time. and. You know, and there's nothing in that that indicates that there's going to be bloodshed, really. Mm. You, know, you think it's going to be an over-the-top, relatively blood-free mm. caper mm. in a way with these, you know, these these two guys who are, you know, I really see this as last year's greatest superhero movie, and. Uh, <laughs> just
3: oh looking,
0: looking at him on monster. there because i'm on uh, it this on a review of the year podcast and uh, i went come on I'm on come on what are you doing but you know but they are they, he's reimagined them as largely life figures uh and they do they're they are disobeying the laws of physics uh and i thought it was just gonna be that so in the first first few minutes when there's you know, blood and deaths and horrible attacks and then we go through to that sequence with with you know Beams song of defiance and he's being whipped and it feels very passionate to Christy. um again weirdly mel gibson is another director that uh, rajabuli reveres mm-hmm. uh, he loves apocalypse mm-hmm. nice. um so you know you, you can uh, i think you can see that influence here as well but all that stuff took me by surprise but i think you need it in a way oh, yeah. to shock you out of otherwise you can you can almost view this film as a caper, you can almost view this film uh, almost even through a layer of irony, if you will, because it is so over the top and so wild. So it needs that stuff for you to be able to connect with the characters. I think.
4: Yeah, it's it's got those real stakes to it, and yeah. like as Helen said, like the right at the start, it, it's right there because there's there's someone sort of begging to get their child back who's essentially been kidnapped mm-hmm. by the English, mm-hmm. and. She gets beaten to a pulp by you know yeah. because yeah. he tells him like don't use a, an English bullet on these. Yeah. I think brown bastards might be used wow. at that point. It's like, oh great, but yeah, I, it's... Uh, was, uh, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, it, it's it's some, somewhere along that. But yeah, it just it it really, really sort of um, holds up to other sorts of films that are trying to sort of have a message whilst doing other stuff as well. Like the action's amazing, but the message within this film, I mean, mm. it's not. <laughs> Saying that all English people are terrible, these English people are, yeah, are terrible.
1: Al- almost all. Almost. There's, there's all. that one, <laughs> one all. woman who's quite nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
4: yeah, there's a couple of women who are nice. Everyone else is the worst.
1: <laughs> yeah. like, so I that's think, uh,
0: that's uh, Liz
4: Truss. <laughs> oh boy. <I> <laughs> but,
0: the Dean Doris. I, oh boy. Wow.
1: But I do think it's Im- I think it's important because if you are even nominally basing it on real life freedom fighters who are still. Revered and respected for their efforts, mm-hmm. you can't then suggest that they were making a fuss about nothing. <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah. there, there's an extent to which you have to establish the stakes, and also yeah. you, I think you owe it to history not to be clear-eyed about this stuff, and you certainly owe it to, you know, your local audience and and you know the the wider sort of diaspora around the world mm-hmm. in in treating this seriously. You can't just sort of it can't just be jolly japes. It has to have some substance. Mm.
5: And yeah, a lot of that substance comes through in the bromance, which I gained more appreciation for second time round. You mentioned the snake bite. Mm. Watching mm. that scene again, knowing uh, Radu's journey and what his true motivations are, it's really interesting because when he sort of figures out that, okay, I'm done for the next hour, he immediately sort of you know, releases the guy. He doesn't sort of you know kill him in anger or anything like that. Um, and watching that back, having seen it before, moments like that really stuck out to me um, and the bromance between Raju and Beam and the way that develops and shifts over time mm. is really really well done the impact of the betrayal on both sides is really really felt and it also feels earned when Beam makes the decision okay I'm going to go back to save my friend after hearing the story after hearing what his true motivations are yeah. it's really really well developed Um I- and, yeah you know,
1: yeah I think I think Raju's character arc in that sense is is absolutely brilliant. It's yeah. so well done. It's almost a kind of knives out reveal isn't it where you get the mm-hmm. flashback halfway through the film. That oh the
0: no flashback again brutal. Yeah. Brutal yeah. flashbacks, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. also
1: like completely shifts your view of everything that's gone before. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's um it's a really really clever piece of storytelling but it does throw everything into this like because you already you already know you mm-hmm. you already know to an extent but you don't know the degree and you mm-hmm. don't know the desperation and the the weight he feels in what mm. he has to do. Yeah, and and yeah, I love yeah. the ethical dilemmas that this mm. this film puts him in. I mean, yeah. my God, mm. um, how far is he willing to go? How far can he go before mm. becoming the very thing that he has to take down? You know, it's a yeah. fascinating position.
5: Yeah. Also, this is another argument for, you know, three-hour movie. Don't sort of immediately turn your nose up in it because this is a three-hour movie I did not, Feel the runtime no. at all at yeah, any point. Um, yeah. So yeah, as I always say, you only get to watch a film for the first time once. Mm. Have it be the director's vision. If it needs to be three hours, let's see if you can justify that runtime. This is a film that absolutely does that.
4: Mm. I don't know how how many of you saw it in the cinema because I I yeah. did catch it at Picturehouse Central I think it was then, and mm-hmm. I saw it there, and it was there was there's an interval there. So there's, there's oh interesting in, yeah yes yeah, so in I don't know if it's in the Netflix. Film or not, so we watched it. It's, it's not. not. No. Mm. so I'm not sure when about it is, but it's probably like halfway through or what have you. But any uh, film you watch in India is has an interval. Mm. Like even if it's not built in, they'll build, will put one in. That's so a little frustrating. But for this, it works because that's how the film is made. Um, but yeah, the pacing still carries on throughout, even mm. with an interval, and that speaks a lot for like the action sequences and the mm. l- the runtime and all that. it's it's, mm. it's really well done. That's amazing.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I'm desperate to see it with with an audience. Okay. I I chosen my seats. They were mm. slap bang in the middle. They, you know, because I got there ahead of other people. Uh, but you know, when it just after went and sale, I ran down to mm. the central. I got my tickets. I Couldn't go. Um, I'm gutted because I, I really want to see how this thing plays. It's okay,
5: we've got a group outing coming yeah, in the next, next t- couple of weeks. So this is point. true. This is
0: true. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then go karaoke afterwards. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it's been, it's, like been it's been too long. It's been too long. I've never uh, done that with you guys. <laughs> uh, na, <are> <laughs> not. <laughs> we're not
5: we're not doing
0: that. We're not doing that. I don't have the time to practice. That's
4: <laughs> all I'm doing. If you invite me along, I'll do that. <laughs> how are you how how are you with karaoke? Yeah. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing Indian people are not good. Are you sure? Because well, I've maybe seen just the me. Maybe kids. just me. <laughs>
3: Unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. Listen, uh, if you bring if you bring uh, baked goods, we'll let you off. I've not done that in a while. You haven't done it in a while. No. You got your foot in the door. The and l-
4: you- <laughs> yes, well, fuck you guys.
0: Unbelievable. The
4: last time I baked cake, it wasn't nice. So. I beg to differ. Yeah.
0: Unless I didn't eat it.
4: No, you didn't eat it. No, oh, with no, no. it was someone else. Is something I made Hang on,
0: on for- Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You are baking for other people?
1: He's baking around? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I was going
0: to give you the Hewitt handshake as
4: well. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm baking hall. What can I say? You
0: absolutely are. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we don't have a lot of time left, sadly. I could really talk about this one for a lot longer, but uh, time is a Guinness. So... Anything else you want to say in the last five minutes before we bring this bad boy to a conclusion? Helen, what about you? Anything that, that we haven't talked about or any just, great sequences you want to talk about?
1: Uh, I'm just in a hurry to get home and, and watch more of his films now that I know they're on Netflix as well. Well, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, the two films exciting.
0: that are on Netflix uh, and I'm going to, uh, ap- apologies in advance for uh, mangling any pronunciations. Uh, Bahubali? Uh, Neil, I'm looking at oh, you yeah. but you're looking blank. Bahubali. Bahubali, okay. The Beginning. Uh and The Beginning. Bajo Bali 2 The Conclusion Uh, both are on Netflix right now both are just shy of three hours Um, but uh, apparently are very very good uh, is my understanding and uh, are definitely films that, that that Point towards RRR and um, mm-hmm. where he is stylistically. So, yeah, cool. check those two out if you have a spare six hours <laughs> on Netflix. But of course, you have, you know, everyone sits down and watches a show that's six um, hours long on Netflix. Yeah, you know,
5: people have just spent, you know, a lot of people all around the world have just spent three hours uh, watching Avatar. So, yeah, the
0: fast watch. Yeah, Aww. so watch Avatar, yeah. then go watch these two. If you have a spare <laughs> twenty-five hours, <laughs> here, you'll be
4: totally fine. Um,
0: yeah, so I can't wait to see those two either. They are available right now. Neil, what about you? Any closing remarks?
4: Uh, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this on second viewing more. So I think um, with them on, I think that the the friendship between the two of them shines through this film, and that's what makes this film as good as it is. The action's amazing. The dance sequences are amazing. I love that fact that it. Ends with a dance sequence, which is also really, really fun, but has nothing to do with the plot, which is very um, Bollywood. Yes.
0: Um, is it tradition? I don't know whether you you know this, but is it tradition for the director of the film to insert themselves into the dance sequence at the end? I
4: didn't know that. No, I I've never heard of that. No. I
0: see, I I don't know. I mean, I I didn't want to uh, to ask Muly about it in case you know, uh, in case it was it was tradition, and I was just being an idiot. But uh, <laughs> it's it's wild if so. Again, uh, Scorsese should be doing this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I hope to see
4: all Western directors dancing in their own <laughs> films at the very end. Can you <laughs> think of a, a comparison?
0: Uh, Is there dancing. a film?
4: I mean, there are many films have finished with
0: dance sequences, but are there any in which the director themselves has appeared? Like, it's not like Chud Apatow isn't in the dance sequence at the end of the Forty-Year version, for yes. example. Um,
1: I mean, yes. there's there's a lot of the crew, at least, in the dance sequence at the end of. Isn't it something about Mary? Oh, is there? Isn't there?
0: Uh, well, there's uh, Build Me a Buttercup. Is that what yeah. you're thinking about? Yeah. 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 Are the Farrellys themselves in that? And I, I guess, remember. technically speaking, um spirited spirited that's the other one I was thinking oh,
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> I the
0: that. cast and crew oh. in that yes, yeah, it's it's good good christmasy yeah. fun you're going you're going to have to wait 11 months sadly deal to watch it oh uh,
4: yeah no, it's illegal yeah, yeah. they they have,
0: they, have, they yeah they you go to prison
4: in this country <laughs> in this
0: country you watch Spirit in january and they'll put you in prison <laughs>
1: As a Christmas film expert and a lawyer, that is not the case.
0: That is almost exactly accurate. Um, <laughs> I'm on. Any any last words before? I have the... several. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Uh, they, they, See, did they is, make sense on the <laughs> can, can you run them in a sequential order
1: anti-disestablishmentarianism there's one.
3: <laughs> oh, what's the I, I
5: oh, that's one abbreviates is one abbreviates no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: actually <laughs> it's not it says
0: cryptalien
1: oh that's a great one
0: that's a good word hmm.
1: crepuscular
0: Oh, thank you very much. Indeed. I'm
5: learning things today. It's Cromul- Cromulent. Crom-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Again, not a word. But anyway, go
5: ahead. Um, first of all, this is the greatest superhero movie of 2022. <laughs> <reiterate this. laughs> uh, second of all, uh, Raju <laughs> looks really cool firing a bow and arrow. We haven't really talked in detail about mm. the final sequence, but my goodness. S- Call upon call. Uh, that was really, really cool. And I, f- I feel we've maybe because we've been so we've been praising Ram Charan an awful lot that we yeah.
0: maybe overlooked Junior NTR, uh, or yeah. or mm. or aka Tarak, yeah. uh, who is phenomenal mm. as Beam as well. Yeah. Uh yeah.
5: and they're they're both so good. Do you know that the title R was initially because is Rajamouli, uh Ram Charan and Rama Jr. That was, what, that was what the RR was and then they sort of redid it to a rise of They basically which is retconned incredible. the title. <laughs> yeah, which, is, <laughs> which is incredible. Um, and then the final thing, we sort of uh, mentioned it before, but this is a film that has so many different tones but it always feels right and always feels authentic. It never breaks the film. And I just hope that more American films take notice of that and try and do more of that in their cinema. Like when I think of so the superhero films that we've gotten in recent times, it's more either you're being very, very snarky and that's the tone or you're being very, very grim and realistic and that's the tone and they sort of stick with that all the way through. Mix it up a little bit. um, Because if you do it well like this film does, then yeah. cinema is What you get it
0: feels like we're about to have a Thor Love and Thunder
3: discussion.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's something for
0: another time, right? Uh, but anyway, do it well, is what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh.
1: Wow. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't disagree.
0: Hammers, hammers fired. Uh,
1: do you fire hammers you do anyway? Fire hammer.
0: uh, well, uh, you know, I, as you know, I think uh, that that YTD did do that well in Thor Love and Thunder, although I realize mm. that you have other opinions, uh, even though they are Correct. inferior
3: to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: uh, I think on that note, that is it for our RRR spoiler special. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, and hey, do let us know if there are any other amazing uh, gems of Indian cinema out there that we should uh, we should uh, take
4: a look at. There's one called Bug Bun, which you should absolutely... Is love. that on Netflix? Uh, I don't believe it. I've got the DVD, so I can lend it to Oh, good. Anyway. Good, good. We can
1: circle it right. <laughs> <laughs> Karaoke and viewing party.
4: I'm loving it. I'm loving it. If nothing else, we've made plans
0: for February because I can't do anything this month because I'm broke. But <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> January oh, 5th? 5th? I'm fucking broke. <laughs> Anywho, on that note, that is it. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. My three colleagues of such lethal cunning... Uh, Neil Bat, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye to you, sir. Amon Warman. Peace. Peace be unto you, my friend. And Helen Ahara, where are you going to, Toodleoo? Off to.
1: Um, I'm. I mean, I'm literally going.
0: We're to be- doing another podcast. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I realize that, <laughs> that okay. now. The. Utility. my question yeah. came to me in the second I, I asked it
1: <laughs> but toodaloo <laughs> but I
0: persevered uh, nonetheless uh, anyway and it's toodaloo for me as well I'm off to think about what RRR would stand for if there were a porn version of this movie and I tell you what folks it ain't gonna be pretty that's, oh, that's, 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 that's all I know I don't know much else but I know it ain't gonna be pretty thanks for listening see you next time bye